Welcome into the post game show presented by Rico. I'm Gabriella DiGiovanni. Joining me, Fran Duffy, Ike Reese on the desk, here to break down the Eagles preseason game number two against the Patriots. Now there's a big goose egg on the board. Of course, in preseason, score doesn't mean too much, but there's always a lot to learn in a preseason game. Guys, initial thoughts. Obviously a tough one here, uh, here for the Eagles from the a scoreboard standpoint. We talked about on the kickoff show, Ella, how we wanted to just see execution across the board and improvement from especially those backups who didn't finish the game strong last week. Uh, they didn't finish strong and they didn't start fast in this one. Uh, some errors got them in an early hole and they weren't able to recover. Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously when Jalen Hurts is not playing, you got to sort of temper your expectations, what you expect to see from the first-team offense. But I still thought there were some things out there that you can be encouraged from. And starting with Miles Sanders getting his first snaps of the preseason, only two carries, but it was good to see him out there. Uh, get the pads cracking, getting some hitting going. And then the young wide receivers, right? Quez Watkins, Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith making his debut. Uh, the numbers in the, in the stat sheet won't overwhelm you, but the fact that they were out there predominantly in the first half as a unit, uh, I think our starting wide, receivers, st- starting wide receivers is starting to come into focus. So I think that was a positive to see tonight as well. All right, we'll continue to break this down here in just a bit. We're going to head over to Lincoln Financial Field, where we are joined by Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Dave, initial thoughts on tonight. You know, the air kind of went out of everything when Joe Flacco ran onto the field to start the game. And then the Herbig snap on the first play puts the Eagles offense in a hole, and it kind of just typified the evening for the Eagles. And talking to Coach Nick at halftime, just not pleased with the execution. Jalen Hurts gets sick right before they come out, and Joe Flacco gets the call. So just a, a just a poor performance. I mean, there's really no way to hide it. Dave, take us through just how it was for you experiencing that uh, on the sideline. You get the news that Jalen Hurts not going to start. When did you find out? And just take us through the machinations of that and what it meant, obviously, for the starters on offense. Yeah, from what I understand, Fran, it literally happened as they're ready to come out of the locker room into the tunnel, through the tunnel, and onto the field, Jalen didn't feel well. He went through the warm-ups. He looked fine. Um, I, I had heard that he'd maybe feel a little bit ill during the day, uh, but he was slated to go. And then the Eagles get the football, and Joe Flacco runs on the field, and everybody's going, huh? And honestly, even like the PR guys didn't know until after they saw Flacco on the field. So it's nothing that was orchestrated. It was simply, at the moment, Jalen Hurts didn't feel well, had practiced enough during the week against the Patriots, and Nick and the coaching staff decided to hold him out. Then you go with a backup center. Then you have no Brandon Brooks, no Lane Johnson. I mean, the offense really, really, Fran, unorganized and um, just out of sync the entire way. Dave, Devontae Smith got a chance to uh, get his first NFL action tonight. Couple of catches, but I love the fact that he was out there for the entire first half. You know, he's missed the last couple of weeks in, uh, in the preseason with the knee injury. What'd you see from Devontae out there on the field? You know, Ike, he also had a couple of balls that he would have loved to have had back because Devontae Smith just doesn't have drops. And getting to know him as I have these last several months, he is going to study that all night long. And while he understands it's only a preseason game, he's going to beat himself up over it because he is a perfectionist. But what I saw on the good side, and every time he was out there, I was watching him, 
He is so quick, his release is so great. He creates separation on virtually every route that he runs. And I don't think a lot of people are concerned about the drops tonight. First game in, maybe he's a little pumped up for it. I think, Jay, I think he's gonna be just fine. He, Devontae is a special talent. And when you can see things away from just that moment when the football touches his hands, he is so good at getting off the line. Nothing special as far as moving him around or getting him, trying to create space. He's just a natural at it, takes the coaching very well. And it was good ultimately, Ike, to see him shake off the rust, get out there, and even from his standpoint, get some balls that he would love to have back because he's going to come back and try to be perfect next time. Dave, I'd like to stay with the rookie class. You know, we talk about the first-round pick and Devontae Smith. Let's go to the third-round pick on the defensive side of the football with Milton Williams. Uh, played a decent amount tonight and, and played mostly, it seemed, at defensive end. What is your sense of the, the defensive staff, their plan for Milton Williams here in year one? Yeah, I, I get the plan from Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator. Williams gives the Eagles some flexibility, some versatility inside and outside. They'll play him on the edge when they want a bigger thumper coming off the edge and somebody who can set that edge against the run. They like to play him inside when they want some quickness off the ball to get up the field in the pass rush. So he's gonna be a valuable part of things. Showed some flashes tonight, Fran, drew the holding penalty. Um, look, they are not doing anything that they will be doing in the regular season on defense. This group is just keeping it very, very vanilla. So they just wanna see players win one-on-one -on -one battles. And Milton Williams is learning the technique about the way to win in the NFL. It's not just about quickness. It's not just about strength. It's about using technique properly, and that's what he's got to improve. But a very bright future for Milton Williams. Yeah, I can't wait to see Milton Williams add a second move to his pass rushing abilities. That's normally the thing that takes you to that next level at the NFL level. Dave, let's stick with the rookie class. Uh, rookie running back Kenny Gainwell, I think he's going to become an Eagles fan favorite as his career progresses here. What did you see from the, uh, the rookie running back out of Memphis tonight? Well, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I want to kind of take the whole context of Kenny Gainwell because it's really hard to take anything super positive out of tonight. It was a 35 nothing loss, let's be honest <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> but with Gainwell, a natural pass catcher, really great when he gets the football in his hands. They're going to move him around the formation. He's going to be a weapon in this offense. And I'm excited about that. I think he's knocked off that year that he took away from the game last year at Memphis. I think he's up to speed at the NFL level, and I think he's going to be a, a contributor as a rookie. And, and again, I'll tell you this about the running backs. With a 17-game schedule, you've got to be deep, four deep on the 53-man roster and perhaps two running backs on the practice squad. Going to be a long, long year for running backs. So a player like Gainwell, who can give you some versatility, can help you on third downs catching the football, can run and finish his runs as he does, going to be a big part of things. And I, I just, I like the rotation. I like Howard and what he's done getting back in shape. And, of course, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, who we know very well. All right, Dave. Well, thank you so much. On to the Jets. We'll see you next week for that final yeah. preseason game before that regular season starts up. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, so Dave kind of touched on a lot of things. We did see a lot from that rookie class. Uh, like you said, Devontae Smith making his debut tonight. Uh, who's a rookie that, obviously, Devontae Smith kind of headlines this rookie class, of yeah. course, but, but who are you really looking to see their development over these next few weeks? I'll, I'll keep going off Kenny Gainwell. Uh, you know, Dave touched on it. When you get the extra game added to the season, 
the running backs and having depth at that position is going to be critical. We know Miles has been banged up a little bit in the past. Having a guy like Gainwell who has the ability to run from the I formation. I mean, not the I. We don't even use I formation That's anymore. That's not From the dot. Yes. I just showed my age like. right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> having the ability to run the ball out of the backfield as well as line up in the slot as a receiver. I think he reminds me, I don't want to go too far, but when you think about the versatility, that's what a Brian Westbrook All right, I, I have to interrupt you real quick. We're going to head over to Lincoln Financial Field. Press conferences are getting underway. Yeah, um, you know, it's one of those things where we had a really good week, I thought, against them uh, in practice and um, basically just stacking those good days and, and keeping that momentum going and uh, making sure we start every day with that um, go-get-it attitude. And, um, you know, and tonight definitely wasn't good enough, but I think we a lot of good tape to learn from. And, um, you know, that's why we you know have the preseason so we can learn from those things. How do you view a game like this when the team has clearly put a big emphasis on those joint practices and it doesn't carry over? Yeah, I mean, um, it just it just goes to show you got to bring it every day. You got to bring your best every time you step on the field. Um, and, you know, I think everyone in that locker room knows that it's not how we wanted to play tonight and um, things didn't go our way. But I also know that, you know, a lot of guys are encouraged by some of the things we did and um, we can go back and look at the tape and, and get better. You guys sat players on the D-line and in the secondary, but not at linebacker. How do you think the top of the depth chart at linebacker did tonight? I think, you know, every time we go on the field, we want to be those guys who are the leaders and uh, making sure that we're picking people up and, um, you know, making plays. And I think for the most part, we did that. But obviously, you know, just the effort tonight wasn't wasn't good enough uh, for myself and and the rest of the group. Um, But again, a lot of a lot of positives in there as well. Not all negative. And, um, you know, we just got to go and and look back and uh, come back tomorrow ready to work. TJ, it looked like you had the green helmet for a couple of series tonight. Mm -hmm. How's that been, you know, the communication from the sideline? How comfortable are you with that? Yeah, uh, really comfortable. Um, you know, something I've been used to doing my whole life, and um, so that's not really a, a thing I worry about or anything like that. I just want to go out there and, you know, play good football every time. So get people lined up. If that's what I have to do, that's what I got to do. Has your approach to preseason games changed since you were a rookie? Yeah, um, I think, you know, going to, into each game, there's just things I want to work on and, and specific things that um, I want to show um, for each game. and. Um, I think, you know, my rookie year is kind of just you're all over the place. You're seeing the lights and you're trying to just be in the right spot. So now it's, um, you know, I know what to do. I know how to do it. Now it's just going out and doing it. So what were you trying to show tonight? I think for me, it's just consistency. Um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I could try to make um, make all the right reads, all the right um, communications and things like that. And for the most part, it was good. Just some uh, tackles got away from me and things like that. But, um, you know, that's why we practice and that's why we have them. How do you think you developed Yeah, um, you know, coverage has really never, in my eyes, never really been a, a problem for me. Um, I think that I have really good eyes with those things, and I think the coaches do a really good job of knowing exactly um, how to match certain patterns and um, where our eyes should be, and that's that's helped a lot. Um, I think just really getting a comfortability with seeing pa- different patterns and seeing how we match it with different coverages has, has really helped my game a lot. And um, I think I just want to go out there and, and make some plays and um, keep building on that. Did they do anything differently tonight than they did during the joint practices? 
Um, not not really. You know, a couple you know little things, but nothing to where you know we didn't we weren't prepared for it or anything like that. So um, just really came down to execution and, and and tackling from a defensive standpoint. But thought the effort was there and um, the want to was there. It's just uh, you know we got to execute a little better. I think. You guys don't tackle in practices. How do you think you are as a tackling team right now? I don't think the the tackling in practice is a thing. Um, that we're you know worried about because every period there's an emphasis on getting in the right position to finish a tackle and um, making sure that there's guys with good leverage and and things like that. So I think our practice habits are, are really good. And, you know, obviously we just have to keep keep pressing those things and um, come out here in game time and, and do what we're supposed to. Um, so I think we're we're prepared for it. We just got to go out and, and actually do it. How does this change the way you look at this past week? You guys were obviously riding a pretty good high during the, the joint practices. Um, you know, I don't I don't think it changes. You know, much obviously tonight is not how we wanted to go, but um, you know we did a lot of good things throughout the week. We played a lot of really good football, and I think tonight there was a lot of good things as well. Um, just some some plays that got away from us, uh, especially you know myself. I have a couple that I remember, but um, you know can't dwell on them. Got to look at the next day and look at the tape and just keep moving forward. Thank you, guys. red zone that's your first action how much do you think that kind of jarred that group initially um, getting that giving up that sport early and then kind of going from there uh yeah I think it's uh, you know when we just start down there you know it, it, I don't think it really always matters where we start you know you kind of want to go out and you know that we've already given up a field goal at that point and so I think as a defense you want to go out and hold them to a field goal in that situation or cause a turnover or push them back you know but yeah we obviously you know came out and they scored on two plays so it's just a not a good start, and I think you know it just kind of continued that way. Do you know what went into the decision to have the linebackers uh, play the most out of the first unit? You know, I know we don't we don't get to be in those meetings, but you know we got to play, and I, you know that's I think the best part about our group is, you know, we want to play. We don't care if it's preseason, regular season. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go out there and just put our best foot forward as long as we can. How do you think you guys tackled tonight? Uh I mean, I, it definitely wasn't our best outing. I think. I think, you know, like anything, you know, it's the second time, you know, going live. I think, you know, this next week, you know, going up to New York is going to, it's going to be good for us. We're going to be able to, you know, get three days with the Jets and, you know, continue to work on that. And, you know, like it is, you know, it's the second live time. I think, you know, by this weekend, it'll be the third. And, you know, you just, you just stack those days and, you know, the team will get better. You had two pretty good practices this week as a group. What do you think changed tonight? Anything they do differently? Oh, uh, no, you know, I think it just, you know, we're, I think, you know, we're, we're keeping some stuff under wraps right now. And, you know, so it's, and I think like anything, you know, the preseason, you know, we have, you have joint practices to kind of work through situations as a team that you're, you might not necessarily see till the season. And when the preseason games come, you know, you obviously shrink down that play, that playlist. And so, you know, it's just kind of when you get in certain situations, you're not going to, you know, pull out something that you're going to use in the regular season. So you kind of have to sit back and, you know, play the calls that are going to come. And at a certain point by that second quarter, they know the calls that are going to come. So it's it just kind of how it is in the preseason, I think. Milton Williams drew uh, two penalties in the second quarter. What have you seen from his game and him playing in front of you? Man, he's a dog. That's a that's a big dude. I think uh, the first thing I noticed, I don't think he has a neck. So he's uh, 
he's a he's a big dude and he's doing all the right things. I think he's a young guy, you know, especially with the guys in front of him. He's learning multiple positions inside and outside, and I think he's been playing really well. How's run defense different when you don't have this first team defensive line in front of you? Yeah, I mean it's you know it's always gonna be different without Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and those guys. You know they're they're all pro players. You know for a reason. So, you know, and not that the guys behind them you know are that much of a drop off, but you know just having a guy like that on the field, I think even as an O lineman, I don't think you you're as confident going out there on the field. One more, and then we'll get Alex, what, what do you tell like some of the young guys? Obviously, you know, had a rough night and everything. Like, what do you kind of tell them to kind of keep their that exact thing, keep your head up. I mean, I, you know, I could tell them stories for days about going to different teams and doing different things, you know, throughout your career. So to just take all these opportunities is a blessing. You know, I think you just getting to play this sport is the greatest thing in the world. And so to whether it was a good day, bad day, whatever it was, you know, you could be doing anything else right now. So to, you know, pick up, listen to the coaching, you know, do everything you can and get ready. You know, we have another game next week. We get to go have another joint practice and, you know, beat up on another team. So enjoy all of it. Enjoy this all. And, you know, don't don't hang your head because, you know, you, you're here for a reason. You're playing for a reason. And just, you know, keep pushing forward. Jim. Yeah, he he came in. He wasn't feeling great when he came in, and uh, so we we put him through pregame warmups, and he wanted to go out there and 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 uh, go through pregame warmups, and you know he still he came back in. He still wasn't feeling good, and we uh, we evaluated him. Um, we th we just decided that it wasn't in his best interest uh, to play uh, with what he was feeling, and um, yeah, he's we, we evaluated him. He's he's fine now. He's doing okay now, but. Uh, that's why. That's why we held him out. He uh, he actually went. He went to the hospital to get evaluated um, for his for his stomach. And um, like I said, um, they came back. Everything's good, and um, he's gonna be okay. What kind of symptoms did he have? He just had he had pain in his abdomen, uh, and which you know for for a guy like that to tell us, you know, he's he's a tough guy, and uh, so it it must have been hurting him pretty good uh, for him to uh, to let us know about that. Was the plan on offensive line just to start? Isaac and Jordan with Jalen at quarterback. Well, no, I th we what we were gonna do, we we were still we were playing that all by ear, and that was going that was that was kind of up in the air of what we wanted to do. You know, we got some guys with a lot of experience on that offensive line, and so you know we talked to those guys those guys on the right side there uh, yesterday, and they were they were sore, they wanted to go, uh, but we just thought again in the best interest of of them. Um, you know, they played two games essentially this week, and we just felt like we, they got a lot of good work, and they didn't need to. They didn't need to go this third day in a row. So, so he was examined at the hospital. Did he go home? Uh, after he was examined at the hospital, I, you know what? I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't. I didn't get that. I don't know. So. Nick, I think I think it caught some of us by surprise because like, we saw him pregame. He was dancing. He was spinning. It looked like he was feeling great. So kind of what he, you're saying, he came into the building today before those pregame warmups. Wasn't feeling good. He was. Yeah. Correct. And then have you seen enough from him? I don't know what your plans are for the Jets game next week, but have you seen enough from him where you would be comfortable going into Atlanta, that regular season opener, without him playing in that final game? Uh, you know, next week we have two we have two practices against the Jets and two other practices. So 
Uh, again, we'll evaluate how he's feeling um, these next couple days. But we again, we get two practices against the Jets to further. Like I've said before, those are like those are like games. You know, those those practices, those inter squad uh, practices are like games. So he's going to be able to get two more there. So I'm pretty confident uh, that you know that we'll get a lot of good work against the Jets. Yeah, you know, it looked like he was a little antsy at first, right? You know, he, he dropped a couple balls. Um, but and he was a little late with his eyes on the deep ball that Joe threw him. Uh, but you know he made a couple plays there that was good to you know just he, that's what happens with young wideouts they gotta they gotta play and they gotta they gotta go through the ups and downs a little bit and the preseasons for that for that to happen he ran a good route on that return route on a third on a third down thought he ran an, a couple other good routes too. Um, we'll, again, we'll look at the tape to see you know totally how he played, but. I'm glad he got in there and, and was able to play a good, meaningful first half and, and take a couple hits and have to go against some of those those tight coverage uh, looks that he had to get. Yeah, you know, we just thought we wanted to we wanted to make sure that he got a couple carries in this preseason um, last week with how he felt last week and with how he felt this week. We felt like you know last week it just it wasn't that was our decision as a team not to, to play him and this week we were like you know he needs to get a couple carries and and he did he looked pretty good on those couple carries so do you think Jalen would have been in the hospital i assume they ruled out anything serious what did they leave you with i mean why, why are they telling you what are they telling you now he's dealing with uh yeah just just a, a stomach a stomach infection stomach bug that was that was going on that was causing some pressure in his stomach he would have played if this was a regular season game nick I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. At the hospital, you're not He's not still at the hospital. I do know that, Sal. Uh, I just don't know if he came back to the stadium. I'm assuming he did, probably to get to car. I didn't see him after in the in the locker room. Um, so yeah, that's that's about all the information I have on that. If it was a regular season game, Nick. You know, I think that's hard to say. He really wanted to play. He really wanted to play, and and we we decided that that just wasn't in the best interest of the team and of him. So. I think that's that's just that's a hypothetical. It's hard to say. He would, he was trying to he was he was fighting me to play in tonight. So I know he would have wanted to, but that, that's where you just got to lean on the doctors too and 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 make a decision. And that's what we did. Nick, just to clarify on the offensive line. Uh, so going into the game, after you said you decided this yesterday, it was going to be just the two starters. I, I didn't say that. I just said we were still we were still thinking through all that. Um, we were gonna we were we were thinking they were gonna probably play. Um, and then with Jalen's with Jalen's thing, we decided to give them a rest as well. So when Jalen, you knew that's right. Play, that's when you decided. That's right. Yep, okay. Jeff. As far as series today, you came out second snap uh, with 21 personnel and three to Kenny. Uh, you've said several times that the running backs are going to be a big part of this passing game. I mean, we're probably going to once the regular season starts see a lot more of that than, than you've shown. Uh, so far. Yeah, again, one of our biggest advantages is that people don't know what we're going to do and uh, exactly what we're going to do. So we use all we look at all our personnel groupings of what we want to use. We, we definitely want to be 11. We want to be in 12 and we and we want to be in 21. I mean, the more in 13, the more the more things you can do uh, and more plays times you can run your base plays out of different personnel sets, the harder you are on a on a defense. But I think we have those personnel sets to be able to do. Most importantly, you don't want to do those things unless you have the guys able to do them. And I think all those personnel I just mentioned, I'm just you know we got we got players in those those roles that we think we can use in those those scenarios. I have, yeah, I have actually, I have I have a lot.
Nick, I, a couple more, please? I recognize you're not playing your top guys and, and, and you're not showing much, but in the past six quarters, you've been outscored 52 nothing. How do you view that big picture? Yeah, obviously, you, you want to go out and you want to win every time you, you take the field. Um, and, that, and just because we're not playing our starters or we're not showing our, any of our or some of our some of our looks doesn't mean that's not that's not an excuse. We got to execute better. We got to play with better fundamentals. Um, we got to coach better, and we got to put them in, in better position to make plays. Since you've been here, you've kind of emphasized competition, uh, and then we see the emphasis on the joint practices, and maybe not as much on this game. How do you reconcile that? Uh, you know, uh, again. Just that every every time you step out there, it's not like just because of who we played or what we ran doesn't mean we're not competing. Um, so every time we step on the field, we want to compete our, our tails off, and uh, this today's game was no exception. What's your message Last to one? the team after uh, after this type of game? You know, it was it was that in the NFL, right? Like we, you look at our practice this week. We had a, we had a good day on on Monday, Tuesday we competed pretty hard. Uh, against the against the Patriots, and then today wasn't good enough. And the message was, you know, this is like a season, right? You you can't you can't you got to stack practices on top of each other. You got to stack quarters on top of each other. You got to stack uh, plays on top of each other. You got to stack games on top of each other. So it's not good enough to come out, play a good game one day, play okay the next play, you know, compete the next day and play and play a little bit better and okay, and then play bad the third day. I mean, that's just not going to work in this league. And, and it was a good example uh, for our guys just to, to see, you know, that's, you know, that's just not w what we do. We got we to gotta come out and we've got to play every day and compete every day. All right, we've got Devontae coming in right now. Um, when we came in from warm-ups, uh, obviously we knew Jalen wasn't wasn't feeling well. But when we came in from warm-ups, they informed me that that I'd be going out there. So all part for the course. You don't get a lot of reps, I guess, with the, like Monte and obviously been out. Um, some of the other guys. What, what was that like trying to kind of get on the same page? Uh, you know, oh, you you throw routes on air with them and stuff like that. You always get a couple reps with them here and there. And listen. Sometimes that stuff's overrated. When you go out there and you play in a game, it just is what it is. You make the most of it, um, especially in my role. I mean, that's part of it. You know, uh, with what I'm doing right now, you, I could get thrown in there at any point, and it doesn't matter that I don't have reps with people. Uh, it's just the nature of the business. How do you think the offense responded to kind of that, you know, change in the, the plan? Well, hey, I mean, you just kind of go with the flow. It, 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 it's, it's an NFL game. I mean, everybody's still – getting pumped up and getting ready to go and getting their minds right to play an NFL game. And we came out there and got a couple first downs and then kind of just hit a wall after that and weren't able to weren't able to kind of turn it over and get any momentum going in our favor. And, and, and it kind of carried through the rest of the night. Uh, example, but how'd you, how'd you feel like uh, your connection with uh, Devontae was? There were a few catches, a few... Right. Catches. I mean, it wasn't like there were... It was, it was just some little stuff here and there. I mean, stuff that you would expect to kind of connect on. Not, it wasn't like it was anything crazy down the field. I mean, we did take a shot. I took a shot down to him on the sideline. Um, you know, so obviously I think we, we would have liked to do a little bit better job. But at the same time, uh, I wouldn't say it was anything crazy or pressing. And, you know, it was, it was good to see him get out there and, and run some routes and you know, against some against some press coverage and some you know some physicality out there, so that's always good to kind of get him in there and get him some action anyway. On that 
back shoulder, is that something that you alert them to pre-snap? No, no. It's just kind of feel when you when you when you take your drop and you see how he's doing on his route, and you know, was he pressed to begin with? That usually has something to do with it. But you know, he he's one of those guys that most of the time you're going to expect him to get a good release and run by the guy, uh, or at least put him at least put himself in good position to throw it over the top. But that's just kind of how I saw that one and how it played out. At what point did you kind of see Jalen Hurts before the game? You know, I didn't really know. I, somebody alerted me the fact that it might something might be happening, and you know, obviously he went through warmups and things like that. So I didn't really think too much of it. Um, and like I said, it's just kind of the nature of this business. You have to be ready to go at any time. So, Joe, so you've obviously it's also a reminder. I mean, you kind of hit on it there. A reminder, you've been just so many times that anything can happen at any point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it all. You, you never. I mean, this was probably a little bit of a new situation, but you know. You can compare it to something, and and you know, like I said, what were they going to play? One or two series tonight, anyway. So uh, you're kind of going out there, getting your mindset to play early on at, at any at any point. Hey, Joe, you've seen a lot of preseasons in your career. In your experience, is there a correlation between preseason performance and, and regular season performance? It's tough. It's probably just different across the league, depending on what your philosophies are and and, and things like that. I think. You know, it, it really, I mean, I think Peyton Manning back then, they used to go 0-4 or 0-5 if they played in the Hall of Fame game, and it didn't matter at all, you know. But I think de depending on the type of style that you play and how much you end up playing your starters and things like that, uh, those things all make, you know, it's nuanced. So, Joe, what kind of change today? You guys had two pretty successful practices, uh, practices and it didn't carry over. You've seen it all, as you said. Why do you think that kind of thing happened? Well, listen, you have to come out and prove it every single day in this league. You know, just because you do something one day doesn't mean um, you're guaranteed anything the next. And practices aren't games. So, you know, we have to learn how to, you know, carry, you know, one thing into the next and keep building on things and, and stacking positive days. And um, the more of those you have and the more that you do, then the more, win the more wins you come away with. So it, it's just part of the learning experience. And, you know, hopefully we can take out of it what we can and, and, and get the positives and move on in a positive way. Now, Nick has, has spoken to us about the element of surprise with week one because it's a new staff and, and a new system. Do you find you guys are more vanilla in the preseason than you typically would be? Uh, listen, you have to talk to, to, to those guys on that one. Uh, the bottom line as players is we're trying to run their offense and do whatever we can and uh, to be successful. And, you know, preseason games in, in a player's mind, you know, it might seem like they're different, but believe me, they're not. It's still an NFL football game, and you have to get yourself ready to go play. And you want to be successful. You want to do well. I mean, this is our profession. You know, we want to go out there and we want to play well and all that. So, you know, it's tough for me to comment necessarily on, you know, what we're doing now versus what we're going to do in the season and all that. All right. Thanks, guys. Monday, how did it feel to kind of get out there in game action? I know you had the practices this week, but to get out here in a game, catch some balls, how did that feel for you? Um, it felt good just to get out there, just kind of get back in the groove, to, um, just my, my routine before the game and things like that, um, just to get back out there and just kind of get back to myself. It looks like you had some quick you know, movement off the line of scrimmage. It looked like your knee was good. How did you feel there? 
I mean, I felt good. Um, just kept attacking my uh, rehab and things like that. Um, right now, I mean, I'm feeling good. Nick says thought he saw some antsiness from you early. Did you feel that? Uh, no, I mean, just stuff just happened. Got to make the plays they expect me to make. That one uh, back shoulder down the down the sideline from Joe. Um, are you supposed to get your eyes around earlier on that one? Uh, yeah, I was. I took too long to look back at the ball. I mean, that's a great throw by Joe. I just got to do my part. How did it feel to get like that first catch out of the way? I mean, I know like obviously the start was a little bit rough for you, but then you got the first catch that kind of like set, set you uh, straight, so to speak. Um, yeah, I, I could say that's that's kind of how it is. I mean, when you're having a rough time just catching the ball, just once you get that first one, then it's like okay. I got it now, so just getting back into it. Feel like you had to knock off a little rust there, I guess, uh, missing two weeks and just kind of getting back a little bit earlier in the week. Um, I wouldn't call it rust. I would just say I wasn't focusing on catching the ball. I mean, trying to look back too fast before I caught the ball. Yeah, you lose two catches under your belt, do you feel like you will be good as good as normal? I mean, I go to practice every day. I'm on the jugs and things like that. So I mean, that's what it's for. Maybe I need to hit the jugs more. Uh, quicker than the original timetable they told you for your return? Uh, no, nah, I think I'm right on schedule. Uh, was the plan to play about a half, or was that kind of were they playing that by year? Or did you go in kind of knowing that? Oh, I mean, it ultimately wasn't my decision. I was just in until they told me to come out. How much did you, uh, I know you're looking forward to playing with Jalen Hurts tonight, having that whole offense out there. Uh, how, what are your reactions, you know, when he gets kind of late scratch there? Uh, honestly, I, I really didn't notice it until um, the first play. But I mean, it's the NFL, it's football, next man up. I mean, we're, we're all here for a reason. We all practice with each other every day. So I mean, it's next man up. And we just got to roll with it, be ready to adapt. Do you feel like you have enough reps and enough work with him so far in these uh, training camp practices and things like that? Uh, I mean, you can never get enough reps. So just continue to build, just continue getting the reps. And um, when, when things happen, you just have to roll with it. At the start of the second half, um, I would say it was just kind of just getting back into it. Like I said, I mean, starting off slow, getting a certain amount of reps at practice, and then just depending on how, how I was feeling, just getting back into it, just doing more. So it really just getting back into it and getting comfortable with myself. After halftime, you, Rager, and Quez walked out on the field together. You guys were the three on the field together for the most part in the first half. How are, are you guys doing in, in terms of getting to know how to work with each other on the field? I mean, in our room, everybody can compliment each other. I mean, everybody's learning from everybody. You're watching a man that's in, seeing what he does, and then when he when he does something, you ask questions about it. And I feel like our room, um, we all respect each other to where we know that we can go to one another about something that we've seen to help each other out. What was the experience like? Uh, did you notice any um, appreciable difference between uh, the college game and, and what you experienced tonight? Um, the NFL is a lot slower. I mean, you come back to the huddle and things like that, you got a little more time to where college is no huddle. Everything's a little bit faster. So, I mean, it's a little slower here. Look, you got, got a little more time to process things. How about practice compared to games? Do you notice a difference there? Um, honestly, to me, practice feels like the game. I mean, the tempo is about the same. Um, just if something go wrong, you got a chance to correct it in practice. To go wrong in the game, there's no correcting. You just gotta go to the next play. I think Joe was saying that it's it's good for you to see press coverage in a game, right? Is, are you seeing that more in a game, obviously, than in practice situations? Um, I mean, everybody's di everybody's different. Our defense plays certain coverages. They're gonna stick to what they do. The teams who play play certain coverages. They're gonna stick to what they do. So I mean, just getting out there, just getting the feel for it. Smitty, your 
first NFL action? What was Aaron Moorhead's feedback and his response to you on the sideline? I mean, I, I know what I did wrong. I got to focus on catching the ball. I mean, that's all it is. Just taking my eyes away too early. I mean, it's not nothing else to it. I mean, those are the plays I got to make. All right, we heard from a handful of players, head coach Nick Sirianni. Fellas, some thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was, obviously, look, it was a tough game to be able to talk about from a like small micro standpoint, right? Sure. So you're kind of tra- trying to talk big picture. It was good to hear Devontae Smith kind of talk about how the game is not too fast, uh, to talk about the tempo of practice and what he's been able to see on a daily basis. So, uh, look, some big picture takeaways that you want to be able to see from this game. Don't look at it just the 35 nothing on Thursday night in August, right? It's more than that. It's more about what's next on the calendar for this football team. Sure. Yeah, and the fact that Devontae's out there, and again, he's coming off an injury, and he played the entire first half, had a chance to knock some of the rust off. Uh, I like the fact that he got some contact in there. As a, as a college player going into your first game, you want to get that part of it over with as soon as possible so that everything sort of feels like natural football to you. So I think the next game, if he plays, I don't know how much he'll play, I think the game will even slow down even more for him. Even the plays where he didn't get targets, if you're just watching him like I was from the press box, you can see he gets off the line of scrimmage with ease. I mean, he's threatening those DBs, uh, the cushion. They're backing off, and he's been, he's able to get open. It's just a couple times Joe didn't look his way. And then – uh, listening to Alex Single, uh, Singleton talk, I like the fact that he's around the football all the time, man. Uh-huh. He, just, he just finds a way to get to the ball. And as a linebacker, for me, that's the number one trait you want to have. Have a nose for the football. I love that kid playing linebacker. Well, what's coming up next is two joint practices with the Jets, and then they'll play the third and final preseason game on Friday night. Now, there's a big cut coming up on Tuesday. Yep. The roster will be cut down to 80 before that Final big cut to 53 next week. But in order to do that, they got to watch a lot of film. And Fran, earlier you were able to break down a play from tonight. So we're going to head to the Rico Review. So the preseason is all about execution. Because the game plans on both offense and defense, very vanilla, very simple. Coaches want their players to go out and play fast. We have a very simple plan for tonight. Let's go out and play fast, play hard, execute your assignment. Here's a great example of that, a second-quarter pass breakup by linebacker T.J. Edwards. You're going to see right here in the middle of the screen. Now, pre-snap, what do you see here from this Eagles defense? You've got a two-high look with two-high safeties. Very simple look. It looks like it's going to be some kind of two-high coverage, maybe cover two, maybe cover four. But what you're going to get from T.J. Edwards and this Eagles defense is they are actually going to drop down into what is basically a high school cover three. Every team in football, NFL, college, high school, Pop Warner plays this coverage. So you want your guys to be able to play fast, rally to the football, and all T.J. Edwards is going to do right here is he's going to drop into what is called the middle hook area of the defense. We're basically between the numbers and the hashes. So that's going to be his area of the field. Now, this is going to be a pass that's intended for wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, who's going to run a deep in-breaking route right into this area of the field that T.J. Edwards is responsible for. Now, the quarterback, Mac Jones, not going to recognize him. So we're going to let this play for a second. Watch T.J. Edwards and his eyes. He's going to sink back to his landmark. The Eagles get out of that coverage. Again, 
They started as a two-high look. They rotate to a one-high safety look. So you're trying to change the picture for the quarterback post-snap. Watch TJ Edwards. He's got eyes on the quarterback. He's reading exactly what Mac Jones is reading, and he sees, look at what his eyes are telling him. This ball is going to go on the in-breaker to Kendrick Bourne. He doesn't even see Mac Jones. He doesn't even see TJ Edwards here. And Edwards is going to break on this throw, and it's going to be a diving pass breakup. We can let it roll, and you're going to see the play that he makes in the middle of the field. What I love about this as well, we saw TJ Edwards make this exact play in a red zone seven-on-seven drill in practice on Tuesday. He came up with a diving interception in that one in the end zone. Here, just a pass breakup, but you love seeing your players execute. Again, that's what the preseason is all about. Great example there from the third-year linebacker out of Wisconsin, TJ Edwards, having himself a nice summer. So, guys, like I said, it's all about execution. And these defensive schemes, these offensive schemes, like I said there, it's vanilla. But we've had, we've all had vanilla ice cream. Like, there's good vanilla ice cream, and there's, like, there's vanilla ice cream. That's where the <laughs> Eagles are right now. It is very, very bland, very basic. They don't want to tip their hand about anything. No. So, like we said, headed up to North Jersey uh, right. <laughs> next week to join not practices. New not New York. Before the Jets on Friday night. We'll be back here next week. Same time, same place. Next Friday, 645 for our kickoff show presented by Exalta. And then Ike will be back joining us for the postgame show presented by Rico. Eagles fans, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll see you next week.